This week on the Time Blaster Toycast, we're blasting back to 1996 and 1997 to talk all things TMNT. These four radical dudes are back for one last installment before we close the book on the vintage line, and the subsets are out of control. Mutiforce, Coil Force, Dino Turtles, Stretch Turtles, and oh, so many more turtles. So let's get into it right after this break. Welcome to the Toy Cast. Toy Cast. Cue up the super soakers for the time blast. Time blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch it's pad. the time blast. Time of blast. The toy Cast. You can download this podcast on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to check out the official Toycast YouTube channel at Time Blaster Toycast. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Time Blaster Toys, also at The Retro KO. The Time Blaster toy line is now open. Leave us your reviews, thoughts, or comments via voice message, or you can shoot us a text at 734-494-2292. Alrighty, folks, take a deep breath, crack open a cold one, and take in the following toy cast, which is scheduled for a 60-minute time limit. The world's most fearsome fighting team is back, and they aren't what they used to be. It's a desperate cry to sell toys, and they're mixing reptiles and stretchy and... Oh, they're all so small, some are. They made their assembly residence in the factory of Playmates Toys. Please welcome the 1996-97 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And now for your hosts, they're weighing in today with the stress of fatherhood and fanfare of figures with actions. Once again, returning to the card-back cosmos with a PhD in TMNT, a master's like Splinter and a BA because they're badass. They are the reigning, defending Toycast Tag Team Champions of the World at the Retro KO Joe at Time Blaster Toys Keith, together known as the Time Blaster Toycast. All right, boys. And man, I forgot that I had a PhD in TMNT, Joe. We haven't used our PhDs in quite a while. We got to put our degrees to use more <laughs> often. I know, man. If it was like uh, something where we had to be quizzed and made sure that we, you know, still owned that PhD, I'd be scared if I'd still have it. But I think I, I think I'm, yeah. I'm still there. Yeah. I mean, this, these years are kind of scary. I mean, if didn't... I were to be quizzed, <laughs> I'd be in some hot water. I mean, we, you guys didn't use them. In quarter four. The last time we taught Turtles was in September of wow. 2023. I think it's a testament to what Joe just said of, mm-hmm. like, these figures, they're, they're sparse, man. Like, yeah. they, they're just not really around that often. Some of them are valuable. Some of them are still not valuable. They're just no one wanted them. Yeah. It's just lines that people don't really... When you think of vintage TMNT, you're thinking of 1988, 1990, you know, 1992, three, four, but you're not thinking 1996. No. You're certainly not thinking 1997, but that's what we got here today, guys. <laughs> we got the end of the run. This is like the KB this, Toys era of TMNT. The three for 10 era. I mean, in the yeah. intro, I said desperate cry to sell toys because this is when they started mixing with Whatever the popular toy line is, they got away from their identity. Mm-hmm. These no longer look like your your yeah. Ninja Turtles from when you were eight years old. These mm-hmm. are Ninja Turtles that look like something that uh, another toy line that has come out since. Yeah, put it this way: like Turtles for the longest time at the start. They were like setting trends, right? Yeah. So yeah. they'd come up with an idea, and then everyone would copy their idea and try to be like Ninja Turtles. We're at the point now where Ninja Turtles is looking at what's more popular than they are, and they're copying that. You know what I mean? I mean, life imitates art, right? Correct, yeah. So like we mentioned earlier with the KB Toys, like 
This is the Air TMNT where maybe it was on shelves at Toys R Us. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. But I assure you, I was not looking at it. I was walking right by it. Heading to the bone crunchers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> baby, because the bo- bone crunchers are out now. Yeah. This is 96, 97. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin exists. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for Coil Force Leonardo. <laughs> or <laughs> Didn't even bat an eye at the Turtle Isle. Well, before we jump into Coil Force. Yeah, we've, uh, got, we've got some stuff to that. talk about. Oh, we had a big week this week, Joe. I mean, how you've you're officially been, you know, forty for nearly a week now. Yeah. And how does it feel? I mean, I woke up the next day and felt exactly the same. <laughs> so forty's looking good. All right, all yeah. right. Joe's fortieth over yeah. the hill pod. That was a lot of fun last week. But it along the, great, along yeah. the way, Joe, we had a birthday bash, right? That is correct. And what better place? <laughs> Than Chuck E. Cheese to have your 40th birthday party. Not just any Chuck E. Cheese. This is like our childhood Dude, Chuck E. The cheese. OG Chuck the E. OG cheese. OG in Southgate, Michigan. Once yeah. a showbiz pizza. I remember I was talking oh. earlier this week telling the kids when we were at Chuck E. Cheese with them, yeah. like, this used to be showbiz, man. And then oh, one day I showed up there in whatever year mm-hmm. and it wasn't showbiz anymore. It was Chuck E. Cheese. And it's been that way ever since mm-hmm. pretty much our entire lives. Yeah. That building has been there. It's got to yeah. be one of the oldest. Like Chuck E. Cheese is on the planet Earth, right? Yeah, that's still to, like, operating. To never change yeah. and been in the same exact location. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to go there. And yeah, what a better place to spend your 40th birthday than inside Chuck E. Cheese. And we kind of got heavily involved in a little <laughs> opening of some uh, cutie beans, Chuck E. Cheese plushies uh, blind bags. We can't help ourselves. Anywhere We're we go. Chuck E. Cheese. Anywhere we go. <laughs> We're at Chuck E. Cheese. The kids are having fun. We're eating cake. We're eating pizza. It's like the day's kind of wrapping up. The night's wrapping up. Yeah, it's yeah. where you know you go. They're cash about to in. close. Yeah, <laughs> yes. literally. Yeah, they're like mopping the floor, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get us out of there because we were the last humans in this Chuck E. Cheese. We were, uh, but the kids are cashing out their tickets and mm-hmm. Winnie had five or six hundred tickets, and we see like on the shelf this little like blind box type of deal, which everyone knows blind bag toys are the new thing. Yeah. Kids love them. And these are Chuck E. Cheese style. So what are they, Joe? They're like little small beanbag character, like a beanie baby, but really yeah, tiny. They're like what, maybe two, three inches tall. Yeah, like super a cute keychain egg. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Know. Come in. They come inside a plastic yeah. egg, which is on a keychain, and there's like five or six figures in the set. It's Chucky and Munch and all his buddies in the band. Yeah. Um, so when he gets the one, and of course he rips open the most valuable and rarest Go one. figure. Chef Pasquale. That kid and his luck. And once we saw that, we knew. We're like, hold on, you can buy these? You don't right. have to cash you your have, tickets? I don't have to go play skee-ball for five <laughs> hours? So for the low price of four ninety nine each, you can buy one. Mm-hmm. So I bought like four or five. You bought four or five. I bought four, yeah. Next thing we know, we're filming a YouTube video inside Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. Between Good. the two of us, we completed a set. We did. But yeah, I still need Chuck E. Cheese. And I still need Munch. So I guess we got to go back to Chuck Dude, E. Cheese. I got to walk in just to buy four more. Yeah. yeah. You ended up with what? Two Pasquales, two Jaspers, two Helens, and then just one Chucky, <clears throat> one Munch. Must yeah. have been. I feel like, like there was like three Jaspers. I was going to say, we had three or four Jaspers. We <laughs> yeah. were pulling him like crazy. <laughs> that damn dog, Jasper. Dude. That bass playing, stand up bass playing. But how playing. funny we pull the rarest one three times and I only know. one Chucky. I know we're setting trends here, so we're yeah. gonna we're gonna definitely post that YouTube video, get the world hyped about ripping those things open. If you're listening to this, the YouTube video is already out. Is it? Oh, yes. it comes out this week. Yep, and I'm excited to watch that video. But yeah, a lot of fun. Hot, great way to spend your 40th. Absolutely, birthday. indeed. I mean, it was a fun night. Um, we uh, 
and you guys are talking about that Chuck E. Cheese location possibly being the oldest. One thing, though, that I do want to comment on that Chuck E. Cheese is nothing in there felt like Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, everything about it's, it. The whole vibe that is That inside off. is different. Yeah. It was no, you're right. so bright in there. So bright. There was no cigarette smoke. Not even a trace of cigarette smoke. No. No, <laughs> the ceiling was... I mean, you would think like a building that's been around since the 80s mm-hmm. that you know for a decade had nothing but cigarette smoke filling it. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, there's got to be some yellow stains on somewhere. the wall. I want to see a stain in a corner somewhere. No. I mean, it was like the brightest white I've ever seen inside of Chuck E. Cheese. Very sterile, very yeah. light, well, very bright. place has been gutted, and it's just Many all open over. now, yeah. Yeah, the whole stage is gone. Animatronics yeah. is gone. That ramp we used to run down to go to the stage of the side is gone. All that stuff's gone. Yeah, it's wide open. They, like They literally tore walls down yes. in that place. Very yeah. small <clears throat> gaming area. It felt like there was a bigger area, because there was a lot of like physical activity stuff mm-hmm. yeah. in Chuck E. Cheese and in other places like that. We talked about that in the episode Early on in the day podcast, go back if you want to rehash or yeah, if you want to listen to us reminisce about old Chuck E. Cheese. Yes, yeah, but like that was the thing that surprised me the most is everything in there was an just like a game. There wasn't like a play play place type of area. There wasn't anything for the kids to crawl around. There wasn't because just... they don't make money on that, and no. that's just the it's way. Just, yeah, it's yeah, the way things have changed. Um, walking around that place, we looked right because we were like, let's find. It's fun. We're in here. Like, let's find something that's from when we were kids in right. here. There's, there's a sign somewhere. There's got to be a piece of art. It, even the bathroom. I'm like, I'm going to look through this whole building and find one thing. There is not one single thing, no. which is crazy. You'd think they'd keep something to kind of honor their legacy. Maybe but. in the back room there's something. Uh, but maybe, not yeah. Not on the floor, no, because no. Chucky looks so different now. You're not going to find anything. Yeah, well, wild. Some, someone uh, in our party, Justin, walked into the back room just to check <laughs> things out real quick. and He's like, oh, let me go through those cutie beans in the back We had to quick. make sure that the stage and the animatronics weren't in the back room. Yeah, that yeah. Was, we were just double-checking, but yeah, not back there. Getting some Five Nights at Freddy vibes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, you guys came for TMNT and you've heard us talk about Chuck E. Cheese for a few minutes now, but lots of fun. And hey, there is one other thing we should hit before we get talking TMNT. Okay. Because it's a beautiful snowy day. It was a very majestic drive-in today, guys. Well, you're talking about snowy day. I'm talking about something that looks like it's covered in snow, mm-hmm. and it's an Oreo cookie, baby. Oh, Dave, yes. Dave has brought his beloved Dude. white fudge-covered Oreo cookies. Limited edition. Look at Sesso these on the boys. box. So should we crack it open and let Joe taste one for the first time in his life? I mean, I guess we could. Right here, right Man, now. Might as, might as well. I mean, All this right. is something where I, I mentioned on the, the Christmas podcast a couple weeks ago. And everyone that knows Dave was, ran out and bought him the yeah, Oreos. Yeah, literally, I'm not even joking. For, I had the couple boxes I bought before Christmas, and I got eight more boxes for Christmas, and then an, another box or two after Christmas. Yeah. Well, I we had technically t- haven't given you your present yet, Dave. There's going to be at least one more box of those cookies <laughs> coming your way. <laughs> I mean... You're going to be eating these well into Easter if you Yeah, if yeah you they're time very right. well covered in white fudge. Yeah, I'm going to take one, too. Dave, you don't got to eat one. You know what oh, they I, taste yeah, like. I've had them all the time. I've had two boxes this year. I mean, it's exactly what you think it would be. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. So, so good. White fudge covered Oreos. If One day, maybe we can land a sponsorship with Oreo. That'd oh, be great. Oreo. Come on. We know you're listening. That'd be incredible. Yeah, tasty stuff. Mm-hmm. That would be absolutely incredible. But yeah, today, the drive-in, I just wanted to talk on real quick. Um, deer walking down the median of 94. Oh, no. 
Um, oh, really? They're always, they're always over there. There's always that family here, but they were walking. That was a little alarming because it was a very foggy, snowy, blizzardy-like condition drive-in that I had here today. And uh, <clears throat> uh, it was very beautiful, though, to yeah. see. Like, I was the only car in going, you know, in, in front of me. I didn't see any other cars, but I saw these four <coughs> deer walking right down the median with this big snow coming. And I'm like, there wasn't any cars coming the other direction at that moment. And I'm like, man. If I wasn't driving in hazardous conditions, this would have been on the freeway. This would have been a perfect time to slow down. It would have been a beautiful photo moment um, yeah. with with the with the aesthetic, the look. Sure, and it was very beautiful outside. It's very snow globe like. It's the first morning, probably that's felt like a Michigan winter morning in quite a while, right? Yeah, yeah. it took a while, but it's yeah. here. It's here. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, I just wanted to to bring that up because it made me very very happy. <laughs> driving in I mean, it's the little things very very yeah. very good mood well, so you know what's gonna make me happy guys is sam riley is getting into <laughs> 1996 mindset this is ninja turtles right and we've talked for many this is what if we started in 88 we're like seven or eight years in yeah pods in and turtles was obviously at the peak almost right from jump street hottest toy line on the planet for years and years and years and then in the mid early 90s i'd say what 93 kind of starts the descent 94 still kind of hot not as hot 95 we're down now we're at the bottom of the barrel yeah. you know this the vintage line is pretty much <clears throat> on its last legs this is the last time we can talk about the vintage line next time we talk turtles will be the next mutation which was like an attempt at almost a reset of tmnt yeah so what we have here are some odd lines not a ton of them Honestly, 1996 has maybe three subsets, 97 about three subsets, but we can kind of dive in and talk about them and see if see if anyone recalls seeing them back in the day. I know once I became an adult man that owned a toy store, I see them all the time, but back in the 90s, wasn't looking at them. But no. what's the first set, Dave? First set's Mutiforce. Okay. We have uh, <clears throat> Robomatic Raphael, Dynatronic Donatello, Androskeleton Leonardo, and Robotation Michelangelo. Yeah, so these guys are, they're like Ninja Turtle mechs, basically. Which is like, so imagine a small Ninja Turtle figure. Can't be more than a couple inches tall. Yeah. Kind of nestled inside the chest or the head area of like this mech robotic body. Um, definitely like the aesthetic that is popular at the time Transformers it reminds me is, of the power loader from aliens yeah that's what yeah. i was gonna yeah. say Visually, yeah that's yeah. a good way to describe it um there's lots of toys from the mid 90s once power rangers hits and every bandai property after that uh robotech things of that sort uh exo squad kind of kind of yeah. looks like exo squad yeah, too yep <clears throat> cool for what they are i've had them in my adulthood but as a kid wasn't looking at these no, things at I don't, all i don't remember ever seeing these as a kid yeah Neither do I, and and it's just typical, like almost deep sea, like you said, the power loader from Alien. Yeah. If you're not familiar with that, it's like just almost like a deep sea, like those steel diver suits that they get put in, mm -hmm. or, or any definitely something from like outer space. Yeah, very very strange. Um, but the one thing that happened with the packaging on these is they uh, put a new logo on the packaging in 1990, in 1996. They had a 10th anniversary logo. Oh, cool, because, um, yeah, TMNT was created in 86. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they had a, a you know 
they were going to come with temporary tattoos as well with the 10th anniversary, uh-huh. um, but they did not uh, package those. <laughs> Wasn't in Playmates' budget Wasn't to, in, uh, no, to no give tattoos. you the temporary tattoo. But, but they had the, the artwork drawn up, and there's some card backs where it does advertise that like tattoo included. So and it's not in there. And, uh, according to this book, <laughs> the Rad book. Oh, yeah, uh, a Rad Plastic book that... Uh, yeah. That has kind of guided us along the way, allowed us to know which sets came out in which year. Yeah. Yeah, so there's the four turtles, right? What, are, what exactly are their names again? Uh, the- there was like Robotation Michelangelo, uh, Androskeleton Leonardo, Dynatronic Donatello, and Robomatic Raphael. Mm. If you could only pick one, guys, what do you... I kind of like Donnie's name. Which one? Dinotronic. Dinotronic. I like, what's, the, what's Leo's name? Something skeleton? Androskeleton Leonardo. That sounds sick. Androskeleton. It reminds me of X Men. Like, yeah. That yeah. sounds very X Men like. Which in 96, X Men was far hotter than Ninja Turtles. Sure. Yes. Yeah. In cartoon and in toys, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Took up more real estate in the aisle, was being purchased by more children. These figures. When they come around, they're not, um, you know, they're definitely worth money because not a lot of people had them. That can be said about uh, Mutaforce, but the other set from 96, Coil Force is the name? Yeah, Coil Force. We'll, we'll touch on that in a second. I just had an, a, a thought, though. Okay. Uh, talking about X-Men being mutants mm-hmm. and taking the turtle's spot. Yeah. Was there ever a crossover between the X-Men mutants and the Teenage Mutants Ninja Turtles? I don't think think so i don't feel like we need that in this world i mean nowadays with all the crossovers and the collabs and everything ninja turtles have been mashed up with like everything yeah Uh, but one thing it probably hasn't is x-men especially now that a marvel's owned by disney i can't really see those things no no um yeah it would make sense though right yeah yeah i never thought about that in my 40 years of life (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that they're both mutants. That they're just two mutant things and then that we grew up with that just never... Imagine if the X-Men and the TMNT joined forces and they, they created themselves a really good football team. Oh, and man. then they went into the Mutant Football League. Oh, yes! <laughs> oh, man. How would that turn out? That would be incredible. They'd be unstoppable. <laughs> They'd be the best team. That would sure. be... Raph would be the meanest lineman ever. TD tossing Leo at the helm, just tossing that football around. Yeah. I mean, Quicksilver is going to uh, get touched on every time he touches the ball. Yeah, running back for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, imagine the offensive line, beast, shoulder to shoulder with like Bebop and Rocksteady. Oh, my God. How do you tackle these guys? (laughs) No one would ever get to TD tossing Leo. He'd have (laughs) all the time in the world to do whatever he wanted to do with that football. (laughs) Video game developers out there, you want to hear first? Yeah, that's it. A collab of Turtles, X Men, and Mutant League football. Yeah, and then they can or go Mutant League hockey. I was going to say, then they go to hockey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then you got Slapshot Leo at the house. <laughs> <laughs> what an athlete that Leo! Yeah, Dude. he could do it all. <clears throat> all right, now I guess we can get into Coil Force. Yeah, Coil Force. There. Right. What weird figures these are. They're once you have them loose, they're cool. Well, r- run down the names because don't they all have super fun names? They've got Coil Cool Donatello. Lickety Split Leonardo, Mighty Mac Ra- Michelangelo, and Rapid Recoil and Raphael. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool names. A little Rapid alliteration recoil. there. Uh, only Lickety Split uh, Leonardo only has, uh, you know, he's got the Lickety and Leonardo, but Donatello for some reason getting the cool coil. Kind of the, but Michelangelo and Raphael getting triple alliteration. I love it. Mm-hmm. Mighty Mac Michelangelo, Rapid Recoil and Raphael. Yeah, I think Raph's got the best name there. 
That's a cool name. Yeah, the coil force turtles, they're cool. And they're kind of unique because um, I don't even know how you describe it. They just, there's coil like inside their their body. So you can like kind of, you can twist their arms and their legs and they'll like recoil back and like yeah. twist back. So the way they move is kind of cool. They're, they're unique. Like there's no other Ninja Turtle figures like them. Kind of like a real, um, I can't, how would I describe their design? They're not like a lot of straight lines to their body. A lot of they're they're, they're sweet. more boxy. Yeah, yeah, they're not like round at all. They they, they look cool. They're kind of heavier. Um, but yeah, so like Donatello here, coil cool Donatello. He uses his coil force technology to shoot out his leg and arm, which is all coiled up until Don needs to spring it on his enemies. Cool concept. They look good on a shelf together, the four of them, but they're super unique. I mean, there's nothing else in the vintage line that looks like these guys. Yeah, their bodies are huge, but it looks like they left the heads the same size <laughs> as like the regular size figures. <laughs> yeah. So they got little heads. Yeah, and they all kind of have that. Their bodies pretty much identical, other than like the the yeah. their belt. You know, got to make mean? room for all those springs in there. Yeah, they're cool though. From 1996, ones that you know, the card backs, cool art, unique. Um, some of the accessories, when you look at what they come with, they're just kind of like reused stuff that we've seen a million times. Right. Um, especially Mikey and Donnie, they got that double-sided uh, axe. The that, Panda Con axe. Yeah, that you've seen like a million times in a million different colors. But yeah, they're fun. I like the Coil Force. Never saw them as a kid. Never. No. Didn't even know these things existed until probably seven or eight years ago bought someone's lot of vintage tmnt and found one of these guys and i'm like what is this thing right never seen anything like him but yeah i don't know what do you think about coil force dave um i'm thinking my google's not working so i'm trying to peek <coughs> over joe's shoulder what they look like because i've never seen them in my life yeah they're not in the book like images of them yeah that's the weird book. they yeah. were missing from the book um very cool uh card back that's a very yeah. sweet card back but yeah the they look kind of beefy they kind of thick. Yeah, they're jacked brothers. They are thick yeah. boys. But the head-to-body ratio is a little <laughs> off. Slightly off. Yeah, they look like an automorphin Power Ranger. Which they is a, do, kind of. just a huge body and a tiny head. Yeah. Speaking of big. Yeah. We've got, like, vessels. Yeah. That are pretty big turtles. Not only that, we have a wish fulfilled here today that we'll be getting we to really in just do. a minute. <laughs> yes. We really do. As we move on to the Mini Mutants, the yeah. other line from 1996, we have Raphael's Samurai Sewer Lair playset, uh, Leonardo's Battle Castle playset, Donatello's Doomsday Defense Base playset, and Michelangelo's Cyber Command Center playset. Yeah. So the Mini Mutants, we mm -hmm. talked about them in 95, the small we, little... We talked about them ad nauseum, because 1995 yeah. was literally 80% Mini Mutant everything. But here in 96, it's just a big turtle yeah, whose chest opens up mm -hmm. and has the little guys in it, but guess what they made Leo is? <laughs> yeah, he's the got name's the, misleading. He's got the Battle is. Castle place that, but I'm staring right now. As Samurai Leo. Yeah, I mean, he is. He's Samurai Leo. Yeah. He's got the helmet and the armor, and these figures are sweet. A desperate cry to sell toys <laughs> and to save the line. Who do you call upon if you're the Ninja Turtles? <laughs> Samurai Leo. I mean, yeah. He is the go-to. He's the inspiration for so many toys in this line. <laughs> the hottest-selling Leonardo figure of 1990 or 91, whenever that thing came out. 1990. And uh, he it just every year they were like, we need to have another Samurai Leo because this is the, the hottest, best toy I've ever seen in my like, life. This will get us back on track, and boys. That's why they mini mutant. They said, 
got to go back to the well. Another Samurai Leo. Let's put some things in his chest. I don't have stats in front of me here, guys, <laughs> but I, I'm going to go on record. I'm going to guarantee. I don't have stats, but I'm going to go on I'm record. Gonna, right. I'm going to go on record here and say that the Leonardo's Battlecastle playset mm-hmm. in the form of Samurai Leonardo was the hottest selling Mini Mutant playset of 1996. If this was a video podcast, there I would mean, be a crawl at the bottom of the screen disputing everything Dave just said. <laughs> That's not factual. <laughs> I mean, he is cool. He is cool. It's the next step in the the line of the Mini Mutants. So if you just kind of follow the the guideline that Mighty the the road that Mighty Max traveled, yeah. you have Mighty Max and you have the playsets and you have. The, and what have you, and then along the way, some of the villains become action figures. Like there's uh, um, Magnus from Mighty yes. Max, where he's that big giant rock dude, mm-hmm. and it's an action figure on his own. But then you open him up, open and he's a playset. That's what these are. So the figures probably stand about seven inches tall. Kind of look like when it's not transformed, it's like a Ninja Turtles figure uh, version of like a Thundercats action yes. figure. Yes, pretty tall yeah. and beefy. But yeah, his chest opens, his head kind of pops open, and Within it, you're going to get a few mini mutant figures and play sets, and they're they're cool, they're fun, they're rare, dude. That even just this hollowed out Samurai Leo that we had before us, because he's missing a lot of his stuff. I yeah. mean, he's a couple hundred bucks. I was going to ask: are they are, are the arms also hollow and head? Or are they solid? No, the head kind of opens up. Oh, that's sick. and the chest pops down. Look at that throne in there. Uh, that's yeah. about the extent of like what opens on this figure. But each one of these guys comes with specific mini mutant figures that you couldn't get otherwise. Like right. this Leo set has, I think it's a Leo and a Donnie um, samurai style from like the third movie. Mm. Which if you were if you're a mini mutant collector and you want all the figures, the only way you're getting those specific figures are with this uh, Leonardo. So out of what we talked today in 1996, these three sets, these are the most valuable for sure. And the, that makes sense. And just think about all the little bits and pieces that you need to complete these things. Like this Leo, he's got like 20 parts to, to be complete. And what kid was hanging on to all those oh, parts? There's, even as a kid, my OCD would be going crazy. It would be hard to play with this to stuff, like, right? I'd be so afraid of losing stuff. Yeah, you would be like accounting for each piece right. as you played with it. Like You're, okay, you're in the kitchen, your mom's <laughs> vacuuming your room, and you just hear a... Oh, it's no! gone forever. Something's yeah. gone. Yeah, gone forever. Yeah. So it's fun, and this is kind of the end of <clears throat> the Mini Mutant line. So... It started a few years prior and kind of exploded in 94, 95, and this is kind of the, the end of yeah. that. A fun way to end it, though. Unique stuff. <coughs> yeah. Um, we're going to move on to 97 here, but before I do that, I did want to talk about the unproduced um, Mutaforce toys. Okay. Because they had believed that the Mutaforce was going to be a massive success. Oh, I bet. Um, they unproduced, there was an unproduced Shredder, Rocksteady, and a party van. So, in the book here, guys, mm-hmm. and this is probably somewhere on the internet as well, there is a very cool-looking Mutaforce party van that they prototypely drawn up. That prototype is the right word. Conceptualized is the right yeah. word. Uh, drawn up. And it is very wild-looking. At a glance, it looks like a lawnmower, like a lawnmower or a snow, snowblower with this little handle thing on the back or a spoiler, but very, very un- turtle like yeah very well, that, that one on the top that's definitely a batmobile-esque windshield going on right there yeah you know yeah I mean? wrapping around and yep. what have you yeah. yeah but i thought that looked really cool that they were like 
we're going to have a new part. We're going to have a new vehicle with this Muta Force line, and it didn't work. I think it just kind of shows Playmates' willing unwillingness to invest in molds. You know, yeah. Like it's one thing to create some new lines of action figures. Like Coil Force is easy because they all they're all the exact same body. How hard was that? Make one mold, yep. change the color, Colors. change the initial on the belt. You're done. That vehicle would be all sorts of tooling money right. and thinking, oh, is this going to work or not? Once we get to 97, there's no vehicles either right. until you no. get to next mutation. Because well, Playmates <clears throat> didn't have the mountain of cash coming in like they did you know, prior years to be able to right. take a risk exactly. on a vehicle. Yeah, when you're the hottest selling toy line on the planet, yeah. there's money to, be, to reinvest. When sales are trickling in, you're just trying to pump out yeah, new stuff for choose. as cheap as you possibly can. Yep. And I think, yeah, vehicles would be one of the first things that gets cut. Yep. So that's 1996, guys. There's a little bit more unproduced stuff, but we don't need to get into that. It's just these three these three lines. And yeah. 1997 is no different. It also has just three lines because in 1997, next mutation on the, like, the back end of the year, that's when Turtles kind of relaunches. And from then on, it's like all next mutation stuff, which that can be a podcast in and of its own. Yeah. So before you get to Next Mutation, you got three sets in 1997. Yes. I mean, we spent a, a lot of... I, I know, I keep doing this today, Keith. We're just not on the same page. 96. Uh, we talked a lot about the Mini Mutant Leo. We didn't really talk about the Michelangelo with his Cyber Command Center. I've never seen this thing before. So it's very, very cyber. Like, he's even got, like, a cyborg eye. Um Oh, yeah, he's like half robot. And, uh, you know, the whole turtle and the turtle concept, he he has a firing mechanism that comes out where he's got like a like a turret almost. Very, very cool looking um, figure and play set. So we didn't get to talk about the Michelangelo, but this was actually the, uh, the toy that they promoted and pushed the hardest of the Mini Mutant playset. Oh, he was, was probably on all the advertising. Yeah. yeah, he was the one that they were they were hoping would be a big hit. And you can tell by just looking at these pictures that they put the most effort effort into the Michael Yeah, Angelo he looks one. the most 90s, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, he looks like he could be in a Marvel comic or hanging out with a Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. Now we can move on to 1997. <laughs> now moving on to 1997. So we had... The Mutant Masters, which is Fire Warrior Raphael, Water Warrior Donatello, Thunder Warrior Michelangelo, and Wind Warrior Leonardo. And with these lines, we're noticing a trend here. It's just the turtles. Right. It, they, none of the side characters, they're not banking on them to relaunch or reestablish a brand. They're just hoping the turtles themselves sell in these new forms. I but. think that's... One, because they know turtles are a guaranteed sale, whereas uh, an offshoot character may not be. But again, going back to the fact it's che- it's cheaper to make the turtles. Yes. When all you got to do is cha- change the colors of a body, or, the ar- <coughs> or excuse me, change the armor on their body, it's way cheaper to do that than to create a new mold for Rocksteady that you can't ever reuse for right. anyone other than Rocksteady. That's right. So the Mutant Masters, when we were looking at the book, I wasn't even sure what these things were. No, um, they look like they're straight from Japan. Yeah, they look like yeah, like superhuman Gundam. samurai yeah. cyber squad type of definitely a Bandai influence, as you said. Yeah, yeah, it looks, it has to yeah, be, yeah. It just looks like a wild Japanese anime style mech robotic version of a ninja turtle. Yeah, 
And yeah, it's just the four turtles that we talked about. I don't remember seeing these on the pegs at all. No, honestly, ever. I, sh- I want to pull up an image of one of these uh, in package because I can't even picture what they. Yeah, what the card back I mean, looks even like. Even like Leo's sword just looks like something from Power Rangers. Right. Like, it's just this massive space like wielding weapon. And he looks like he's got a wing as his other his other accessory. It looks literally like yeah, an airplane wing. Yeah, kind of like a Gundam, too, yeah. right? Yeah, yep. Gundam, that's, yeah, that's what Joe had, had dropped that. Yeah, okay, so they come carded as well. I wasn't sure. Oh, you know what's cool, though, is they've got their shell. The front and the back of their shell are removable. Oh, weird. So you oh, put, really? So you stick those over. I'm assuming you take the armor off, and then you add Probably, the shell to yeah. their body to make them a little more... Turtle ask, these things gotta be valuable from that because I man I have never who was buying these nobody I, I've never come across these in all my years of buying selling Ninja Turtles nobody has these things. This is the gift that somebody got out there that a grandma was like oh little Joey <laughs> he likes he likes turtles he likes Ninja Turtles like, grandma I liked Ninja Turtles ten years ago right and, and that that's my bone cruncher that's yeah. how these things got purchased pretty much or. Or the there is the the two percent of the turtle fans out there that were still holding that on. were still holding on and they were still buying everything that came out or, yeah. or or wanting everything that came out and as they got older this was more appealing to them so it worked. Once you stick, I found an image of them. Once you put the shell on them, they they look more like a they look nin- very squatty. They look like a ninja turtle ish. Yeah. Once you put the shell on them, okay. Very interesting figures. Yeah. So yeah. their head must change as well. Oh yeah, it does. They're kind of like mutating figures in a way, too, because yeah. they've got that really wild-looking head that they come packaged with, <clears throat> but I'm assuming within their body you can toggle it and put a traditional Ninja Turtle head on. Okay, very, hey, these aren't... Not as bad as we thought? They're like a 1997 version of a mutating figure. Once you snap the shell on and you toggle the head, they kind of look like a Ninja Turtle, but... They're different. Once you put their they're armor as, on them and their weapons and stuff, yeah. they look very far from the Ninja Turtles we know. Yeah, they're not as valuable as you would think, honestly. I, just because, yeah, they're very unique, and I don't know how many people would want these guys. They are what they are, and yeah. I hope to one day see them. Honestly, now that we've talked about it, someone, will probably, someone will probably walk in with a complete yep. set next week. Someone that, will walk in. kind of how things work around here. Galoops, right, galoops, galoops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Windham. WCW Barry Windham. Brian please. Pillman, very clean. <laughs> All right, what do we got next? Dino figures. All right, these are sweet. These the, are sweet. These are cool, yeah. This is like the coolest thing from the end of the Turtles run. By far the yes. coolest thing. Yeah, I would agree. And the most valuable, too. And we got one non-turtle that they made. Ooh, Tyranno Shredder, baby. Playmate Splurge. (laughs) Tyranno Shredder is joined by by Ankil Leonardo, Stego Raphael, Tirana Donatello, and Tricera Michelangelo. So Turtles and Dinosaurs Mm -hmm. is a mashup that's happened forever. Yes. But in the early 90s, Ninja Turtle, cave person versions of Ninja Turtles, Mm Road on dinosaurs. Yes. This is a literal mashup. The Ninja Turtle is the dinosaur. Yeah, they've mutated again. It's half Ninja again. Turtle, half dinosaur. These figures are all unique, every single one of them, unique mold, super cool, kind of like got an edge to them, a little dark 
looking in a way. Yeah, very mean. Yeah, like, not, yeah the, the t- but they're sick, man. And they're and they're money. These figures are hundreds of dollars. The each card loose. backs are sweet, loose and, and incomplete. They're the sh- money. The shredder head. He looks like a shark, like a Tyrannosaurus Rex, like yeah, with the shredder helmet on. Yeah, but he's also so Michelangelo as a Triceratops has jagged teeth. Yeah. They're well, cool, that's, man. like very vicious looking. Yeah, the art on them, like very uh, '80s vibe in a way. Kind of look like could be Motu packaging in a way. Yes. Really sweet looking. Uh, the only one of these I've ever really possessed is Tyranno Shredder. He's sweet. And that was probably four or five years ago. Bought someone's collection. Odds and ends of toys. Nothing like yeah wildly spe- spectacular in this lot. And it was a mix of like all toy lines, but in it was a Tyranno Shredder. First time I ever saw that figure, and he was missing his tail. Oh, really? But even without his tail, and this was a few years ago, so the price is probably, well, honestly, it might be around, it was hundreds of dollars. I feel yeah. like he sold for three, I'd have to look. It was a lot of money for that figure without a tail. So with a tail, he's got to be even more. But a really cool and by far the most unique looking Shredder action figure from the vintage line. No, I like the no staff doubt. that he comes with. It's got like a... Like a robot T-Rex head on a stick. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sweet looking. Yeah, I'm looking right now at Tyranno Shredder, and without a tail, he's a $400 action figure. That's insane. So loose with his tail. With no accessories. Yeah, and that's how I had him. That's so, crazy. Yeah, it was it was between three and 400 yeah. bucks. And he only comes with three things, so. Yeah, so if you have him carded. Oh, my gosh, I can only imagine. It, this one's 2800 bucks. It's not graded. It's, it's just an acrylic like it, it should be, yeah. yeah. Yeah, really cool set. So, what are the other? What are the turtles in that set? Oh, Who, who's which dinosaur? Uh, a Triceratops, Michelangelo. So, a Triceratops. Yeah, he's yeah, he's cool. Uh, Tyranno Donatello. So he's like a pterodactyl. Oh, he's sick with the wings coming yes, out of his back. Stego Raphael. Okay, he's like a Stegosaurus. I'm going to assume, and then Ankyl Leonardo. I'm not Ankyl, sure. Ankyl, that's a tough one to say right there. Yeah, Ankyl. Ankyl. Ankylo. Ankylo. Ankylosaurus. Right. Ankyl. That's the guy with the spikes, and he's got the tail oh, okay. with like the mace-looking tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are cool. Those yeah. Are cool. Yeah, all very toyetic dinosaurs, and Ninja Turtles obviously toyetic. So perfect mashup. Mm-hmm. Super valuable because again, this this is the very end. The very end. These come out. I'm sure these are hitting probably while next mutations like on the air. Probably. Right? So yeah. Turtles' whole vibe and look have changed. Now it's a live action show. Dudes in really crappy suits. There's a girl ninja turtle. Yep. Everything about it's different. And then these things drop. No kidding. Hey, save it for the next mutation podcast. <laughs> I'm just trying to paint a picture here. <laughs> I'm just painting a picture. No one was buying these things. No, these things were probably like $3.99 at KB Toys instantly. Yeah, you know? for like, sure. Toy liquidators yeah. or whatever yeah. discount retailer. Big lots probably. Yeah. I bet you most kids that got these toys in the late 90s were buying them at a discount retailer. Absolutely. You know, months after they massive, came out. Massive, massive investment. Or not investment, but uh, return on investment. If you had the foresight to go all in on Dino Turtles in 97, if you resist the urge to grab that Vader Series 2 Bone Cruncher (laughs) and pick up Tyranno Shredder instead, you you made a wise choice. All right, we got one set left in 97. One set left to close it out today. We've got the stretch figures. These are sweet. These are pretty cool. They're just stretchy Ninja Turtles. You got Mikey, Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael, and they also had a stretchy Shredder. Yep. These figures... 
think stretch Armstrong, everybody. Yeah. It's just one of those, yeah, the whole- It was only a matter of time before he did it. Big plastic, hard plastic head, and then that little stretchy body. Stretch him too far, he's going to rip open. There's, what is it, corn syrup or whatever's inside? Yeah, some really sticky, gross stuff. Yeah, they made WWF versions of these. They did. A few years prior, there's a Lex Luger and a Bret Hart. Mm -hmm. Those are fun. But these are the Ninja Turtles versions of those. Again, this is another one that I've possessed, and I had all I got all of these guys carded the whole set Dang. of five. Nice. And this was years ago, and I don't remember what I sold them for, but I remember I was on Facebook Marketplace, and a woman in uh, what's the name of that city, right north of uh, Monroe, uh, Carlton? No, okay, somewhere near Monroe, Newport. Newport. Yep, Newport. This lady has a lot of carded action figures from the 90s, and the image is like X-Men and like cheap stuff, yeah. stuff you would expect at KB Toys. Right. So we make a deal. I go there. I drive there to buy all these toys, and so I buy the toys, and she goes, oh, I also have these, and she shows me the, these Ninja Turtle figures, and at the time, I didn't even know. I'm like, oh, those are cool, stretchy Ninja Turtle figures. Mm-hmm. I'll take those, too, and it was cheap, man, like probably 10 bucks a figure. Dang. Um, Go home, do my research. I'm like, wow, these are rare. I've never, and I had the whole set. If you scroll back on my Instagram page, like five years, <laughs> there's an image like in my basement of all these figures carded. Super cool to have them all in one shot. I have never seen one since. Wow. Carded or loose. No so one rare. comes in with these things. Yeah. Who has these things? Who has Except these for that things? lady? I, but I remember. There were KB Toys tags on all of them. Okay. With the line crossed out and the three for All three. that red line. They were Love cheap, it. cheap, cheap, cheap KB Toys boys. But yeah, who had them, man? They're super, oh, super rare. The I saw them once in my life. Like yeah. Ninja Turtles that the parent bought. And but they never opened them because these were all carded. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Mixed in with X-Men figures and alien figures and all the crap you would expect to see in a discount bin at KB wow, Toys. she had a lot of stuff, huh? Yeah, just random stuff. She's probably just buying stuff because it was cheap. Never yeah. got around to gifting it. Yeah, maybe. Or a toy, or, or a plan for a toys for tots that just never, maybe, uh, <laughs> never came to ne- fruition. Never made it to right. the tots. Yeah, I mean, that, sorry, tots. <laughs> I've got the toys. I don't have the tots. Right. <laughs> That's terrible to joke about. <laughs> but, um, but like it's 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 true. There's like a um, my neighbor. I was talking to my neighbor, and you know the they've got. I think he's eleven. I think he's 11 now, mm-hmm. um, your old son. And, and they said, you know, she's like, oh, we always get toys, extra toys for him for Christmas, the duplicates he has, whatever. And uh, I was telling her about the store. Yeah. And she was like, you know, so I usually donate him in Toys for Tots, but she's like, but this year, I just haven't made it over. I didn't make it over there in time. Yeah. So they're still sitting in the bag. And I'm like, that's sad that the Tots didn't get their toys. But yeah, it's it just, happens. It just happens. And I'm sure she, there's, people like her things happen in life yeah where you plan on it and hey next year they'll get them toys yeah they'll and by get then maybe they'll be a little more valuable so those tots will be happy with their there toys you go. or maybe in 25 years they'll still be sitting in the bag in a basement or in an attic and some guy will come along and say <laughs> oh what the, what's the value on these let me do my uh, research i'll give you ten dollars for this bag of toys and you then think, you think there's anyone that ever set their toys for tots aside or accumulated it over years and then like 20 years later they donated it and these tots were getting like incredibly vintage carded action figures <laughs> i'm sure just it's ripping happened. them open i'm sure it's happened some that. kid just ripped open a tyranno shredder in oh, 2023 my gosh. <laughs> oh my, look at this toy oh it makes my skin crawl <laughs> Hey, that Tyranno Shredder 
it would help those tots out quite a bit. Yeah. It would, yeah, if they, <laughs> if, they had, if they had the ability to resell it on the internet for right. sure. Indeed, but all right, guys, it's been a while since we've done turtles, and I know it might be hard, but why don't we do a top three here today? There, we've got time for a top three. I don't even okay. know if I can. <laughs> You've <laughs> got the book in front of you. You'll Wait, figure it out. The, the book. You pass that book. These figures were so rare. The book barely has any pictures. <laughs> they don't even have coil force in that <laughs> book. Yeah, they have, it's I like don't scarce. think coil force is going to be on anybody's list. No, probably not. I mean, um, I'll I'll go first. I have my number one. It's the other two that are hard. One. Yeah. Our number one's probably all the same thing. It probably is. Want to say it on three? The the battle set, battle castle, uh, no, no, Leonardo, no, no. the samurai, uh, samurai Leo's mini mutant playset, the what battle castle guy, oh, battle castle. That's your number one, of course. It Joe, has to be. Do we have the same number one? Tyranno Shredder. Tyranno yeah, Shredder, bro. Tyranno Shredder. That, that figure's so cool. Yeah, it's probably the coolest. Uh, most unique mold of both these two years combined, yeah, right? It's a I mean, dinosaur. The dino, the dino turtles are by far the best, and Tyrannal Shredder's the best of, the, of yeah, them. Yeah, hands down. All right, Dave, what's your number two? Oh, geez. You can't um, say Samurai Leo all three times. I mean, you could. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I was looking at the Metaforce guys. I just don't know which one I like the best. All the Mutaforce guys? Mutaforce, yeah. I don't even, you know. With their little mech suits. Here. You know what? Those guys kind of stink now that I double check them. There's just so few to choose from. I mean, I got to go with the Dino Turtle. I'm just going to go with Dino Mikey, the um, the Triceratops Michelangelo. Yeah. He looked cool. Yeah, he is a cool one. Uh, you know what? I'm going to throw some love at Coil Force. I'm doing, I'm doing it because they're cool and they're unique. And if I were to get all four of them together, I, I'd maybe consider keeping them. They look good on a shelf. It's an odd time in TMNT history. So I'll go Coil Force. And if I'm picking one, I'm picking, oh, I think I know exactly who I'm picking. But I got to make sure I got his name right. I think I'm going with Leonardo from that set because I think his name is like Lickety Split. Yeah, Lickety Split Leonardo. <laughs> I'm going with Lickety yeah. Split Leonardo because... It was. It's taken many years, but they got the word lickety in the name of a Ninja Turtle I mean, figure. Finally, yeah, lickety. And he is on the card back, and he looks pretty sweet on the card. Yeah, back. lickety split, baby. That's my number two. I was gonna throw a love to Coil Force, but I was gonna go with Coil Cool Donatello. Oh yeah, all Just that coil inside his so body. So much coil, and he comes with a sweet sword, which is weird for Donatello. But I mean, yeah, they're cool. Yeah, Coil Force. All right, Dave. Final one. And sick on the Coil Force, the guy with the dang Coil Force skin, all the, the love. With the coolest name was uh, the Raphael, the Rapid. Hold on here, my apologies. The Rapid. Uh, he had such a cool name, I forgot what it was. Rapid Recoil and Raphael. Okay, so every Coil Force figure except Mighty Mac Michelangelo. All right, I want my th third and final pick to be one of the turtle and a turtle play sets. Yeah. But I'm, I'm trying to f pull up an image on my phone. I might have to just go. Hey, that Michelangelo one was. I might sweet. have to just go with that Mikey set. What What is his name exactly? Cyber. Cyber something. Cyber Command plays that Michelangelo. He's cool. Like he looks like. Uh, where is he? Oh, yeah, here he is. Michelangelo Cyber Command Center playset. Yeah, he looks like Cyborg from DC Teen Titans mixed mm -hmm. with a Ninja Turtle. What minifigures does he come with? Oh, he comes with a Mikey and a Raphael. Yeah, I'll go with that. He's cool. Probably shoot a laser out of his eyeball. Yeah, I was going to go with that one too. He kind of gives me Robocop vibes. That's, yeah, there You know, we go. Robocop, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. But I mean, up, this this Leo's sweet though. Stick your Mikey next to your uh, old San Francisco toy makers figure of Sting. Oh, yeah. And, like the Robocop Dude. version of Mikey next to Sting. 
That would be a great. Swing. They That's scale it. pretty well. They do scale pretty if, well. If you end up with Sting and somehow in like a, a cage, a jail cell from, I don't think he would. Yeah, maybe he'd fit in the police academy place that jail cell. They scrunch him in there. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> or he definitely wouldn't fit in the Boulder Hill uh, jail cells. No. no, no, no. But he could be maybe the police academy jail cell, and then yep. you get cyber. Michelangelo RoboCop to come bend the bars to free him. <laughs> that sounds like Saturday afternoon right there. Dude, let's set that up. All right, we did it. We did our top three, right? And yeah. we closed the book, guys, on vintage. So we said next up for Turtles will be Next Mutation. Yeah. We can talk about that in a few weeks' time. It will not be what we're talking about next week. We'll tell you what that is in just a second. All right, guys, we're back. Next week is a topic that I don't know how it's taken this long for us to talk about. Something that is so important in my life, baby. Yeah. We're talking about eBay. eBay. eBay next week. A whole podcast about eBay. About buying on eBay. Mm -hmm. About selling on eBay. About researching prices on eBay. About everything in between. We talked about eBay a lot today on this very bittersweet <sighs> podcast with yeah, the Turtles. that's true. We did. Well, it's if, a you good like segue. eBay, if you like eBay, you're going to be liking eBay a lot because I've got stories for days. Yeah. We'll talk about it next week. Welcome to the Toy Cast. You up the super soakers for the time blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. It's the time blast of the Toy Cast. We know the facts well, straight out the half shell. Bringing that TGRI in the landfill. Three Caballeros on the move, no duck bill. Cause they're the right brothers to take flight. It's so real. Every time last guaranteed to cover that. Be kind of rewind like Blockbuster back. Got reviews, have you looking for the red flag and bigger noses than Mark Summers? The show hand, so get your notepad. We talking about collectibles. Collectible. Get to the seal, know the value is exceptional. Uh, As it can be from TV to the VHS, yeah. Power Rangers, Star Wars, yeah. He-Man, playsets, yeah. Transformers, GI yeah. Joe with Deathstroke, yeah. Light Bryce with the glow, power from Nintendo. Nintendo. So many toys you will never know. Never know. Welcome to Toy Cast. Here we go. This episode of the Time Blaster Toycast was produced and hosted by Dave Harbison, Joe D'Alessandro, and me, Keith Libra. We record live to tape from my shop, Time Blaster Toys, in Westland, Michigan. This episode was mixed and edited by Joe. Our theme song is by our pal, the talented Mark Cooper. Follow us on Instagram, at Time Blaster Toys, and YouTube, at Time Blaster Toycast. If you have a question, comment, or idea for our show, you can contact us via the Time Blaster Toy Line at 734-494-2292 or via email at timeblastertoys at gmail.com. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll see everyone next week.